section three of above the french lines by stuart walcott this librivox recording is in the public domain stuart walcott's letters twelve october twenty second nineteen seventeen ah blank once more i take my pen in hand to lay at your feet the burdens of an overwrought how is that word spelled mind said burdens being caused by a most unpleasant captain just because i was in paris for a day and a half without permission he handed me eight days of jail and to-day for nothing at all he hauled me out in front of the entire division and got quite angered when i told him in extremely broken french that i hadn't understood a word but as the jail doesn't mean anything and doesn't have to be served i'm not worrying very much the afternoon is misty and there isn't a chance of flying so he takes particular care that nobody leave the piste though there is absolutely nothing to do there no chance to get warm or comfortable which at least gives me a perfect alibi for poor penmanship as i am sitting in a machine and quite uncomfortable thoughtless creature so much like the rest of your sex why did you not tell me where albert was to be over here or what he was going to do or what service he was in or at least that he was in france i cleverly deduced the latter from your letter but did not know where to find him when i got your letter i was at pau not far from bordeaux didn't i write you or postal card you from there afterward at paris i talked to a few very dressed-up ensigns with wings on them somewhere walker's the only name i remember and they told me that blank was near bordeaux and in the same group with themselves so if etc i might have gone to see the big boy yesterday i went to see billy and another classmate in an artillery camp the other side of paris they are officers of the u s a and live as such which incites in me much envy as i am still a mere corporal of france and treat it with no more than my due not quite as much as i sometimes think that was the expedition that brought the jail lots and lots of people are getting over here now i have seen high liger church and kelly craig who are about to become aviators somewhere porter guest just became brevident that is a licensed pilot and was considerably seen in paris shortly after no end of college friends are over here and even an occasional american girl is seen in paris no friends as yet your letter i asked at morgan harry's about miss blank and found that she is at the front in a hospital so i can't very well find her in paris i'm sorry as i would very much have liked to what one might call permanent people are very nice to know in paris i don't know anything about the front yet but if i'm near miss blank's hospital we'll try to get acquainted what you said about blank and his going i can pretty well appreciate there isn't a thing in the world to worry us unmarried and very independent young men over here if something happens to us it will bother you all back home a great deal more than us it's very very true that women have the heaviest and worst part of war i had to write a letter the other day to the mother of a pal over here who shot himself when out of his head a fine pilot and an exceptionally charming fellow how i pity his poor mother it's almost unbelievable the number of women one sees in black here in france thank god it can never become that bad at home for the war will never get so close to us as it has to the french i haven't the inspiration to compose an imaginative aeronautic thriller to-day about the experiences of a boy aviator since last writing have finished newport at avord went to pau and there did acrobacy came here to plessis belleville and started spod now await assignment to an esquadrille 
which ought to come within a week haven't broken any wood since bellero days but have been a bit more rational and done about average good work the preliminary training is over combat training doesn't amount to anything till we get to the front i'll be in a monoplace machine surely so in my next you can expect to hear my details of combating the bosch at high altitude i'm beginning to hear that it's nothing but a lot of routine work few combats and pretty soon a frightful bore i refuse to believe it and hang on to romance for all i'm worth give my regards to a whole lot of people and tell them i haven't quite given up all hope of a letter though almost my friends as a group are not very strong on letter writing there are only a very few shiny exceptions like yourself and verily they do make of me the heart glad but enough of this tis bootless so i sign myself thine as of your steward thirteen escadrille spa eighty four sector postal one eighty one par a c m paris november first nineteen seventeen well i'm here in sight of the front at last to date i haven't been out there yet and won't for a few days more as they take lots of care of new pilots and don't feed them to the bush right away probably day after tomorrow the lieutenant in command will take me out to show me around the lines and after that i'll take my place in patrols with the others the work is exclusively patrolling establishing as it were a barrage against german machines and preventing as far as possible any incursions of the french lines as the big attack is over there is comparatively little activity sometimes one goes for a whole patrol without being fired on and without seeing an enemy machine anywhere near the lines during the three days i've been here the group has accounted for several boches without any losses whatever young bridgman of the lafayette esquadrille had a bullet through his fuselage just in front of his chest but suffered no damage except from fright there are several esquadrilles in the group a group de combat it is called all have spots which make it very nice the lafayette one twenty four is of our group and have adjoining barracks which makes it very nice i seem to repeat for us lone americans in french esquadrilles for we drop in there far too often and the first few nights i used the bed of the famous bill thaw's roommate away on permission did i write you that one morning he brought in whiskey to wake me up and my eye no sooner opened than my head was buried under the covers whiskey is a pet a very large lion cub which has unfortunately outgrown its utility as a pet and was sent yesterday with its running mate soda to the zoo at paris to be a regular lion they are a very odd crowd the members of the lafayette esquadrille a few very nice ones and a bunch of rather roughnecks their conversation is an eye-opener for a new arrival mostly about paris permissions and the rue de bray but occasionally about work and that is interesting nonchalant doesn't express it when bridgie got shot up as mentioned above they all kitted the life out of him and when he got the croix de guerre they had him almost in tears just because he's the kittable kind but in talking about the work for instance jim hall i peeked on him with full motor and got so darn close to him that when i wanted to open fire i was so scared of running into him that i had to yank out of the way and so never fired a single shot or luffberry just mentions in passing that he got another bush this morning but those blank observer people won't give him credit for it he is fourteen official now and probably twice as many more never allowed him 
some days ago during the attack he had seven fights in one day brought down six of them and got credit for one which must be discouraging fourteen november fifth nineteen seventeen well blank here i find myself writing to you without waiting for the usual two or three months to elapse do you realize that it was over five and a half months ago that i left my native land doesn't seem near so long to me just at present i have about thirteen hours a day to write read the washington star and the new york times eat an occasional meal we only get two over here worse luck build fires in the stove and stroll for exercise the rest of the time is devoted to sleep a terribly hard life that of an aviator on the western front no appels meaning roll calls discipline or inspections only if there should happen to be a good day one might be wanted to fly a bit so far i have only been out here a week we have had perfectly ideal aviators weather nice low misty clouds about three hundred or four hundred feet up which quite prevent aerial activity and yet one is not bothered by mud or depressed by rain in the morning one awakes pokes his hat out the window says what low more luck a nice light roulard and he closes the window for a few hours more of sleep really i've done more resting the past week than most people do in a lifetime to get statistical i finished up at pau from where i sent you a letter n'est-ce pas a month ago and then spent two very unpleasant weeks at belsis belleville near paris at the big depot for the front waiting to be sent to an esquadrille with nothing to do but a little desultory flying nurse the system food weather lodging discipline etc eventually my turn came and with another american i was dispatched to esquadrille s p a eighty four where we arrived after the usual delay passing through paris that's one nice thing about the country all roads lead to paris sent from one place to another it is a safe wager that one goes via paris and always takes forty-eight hours there and gets permission for it if he can there are a few frenchmen there still but on the streets one sees almost entirely american british or british colonial officers occasionally a french aviator and of course clouds of sweet and innocent young things yes nearly all of my classmates are over here and get to paris every once in a while so all i have to do is to sit at the cafe de la Pice, and if i wait long enough some one i know will surely come along well to get back on the track we eventually found ourselves members of l'edite esquadrille spa eighty four one esquadrille of a groupe de chasse which means that we will have patrolling work to do mainly and not protection of observation or photo machines which they tell me is fortunate also we have good machines the best there are which might not have happened had we been sent to another type of esquadrille purely good fortune the much advertised lafayette esquadrille number one twenty four is a member of the same group is located near us and does the same work which makes it much pleasanter for lone americans we use their stove and tea of an afternoon quite freely as our quarters are new and not fixed up but say when we do get going everybody will be in to see us we'll have a cosy beautifully wallpapered room clustering about a stove the men of one twenty four are a rather good crowd not much different from any crowd of americans a bit rough but most of it affected because they're away from home very hospitable rather daredevil or hard-hearted whichever you wish to call it the way they talk about each other's narrow escapes coming falls the mistakes or misfortunes of departed brothers and 
there have been several and very mixed centering around lieutenant bilthaw of the french army who impresses me as being very much a leader in an unusually fine type there is one toughnut from a middle western siwash like college who is probably still ungraduated at twenty-seven and a quiet innocent-looking kid who seems to have just got out of prep school of course the tough guy tears the little one then there are a couple of old legionnaires rather superior and terribly tired of war quite unenthusiastic but i dare say congenial when one gets under their hide or fills it full of booze and jim hall the author chap quiet reserved almost simple in his lack of affectation and boyish in his enthusiasm gad how he wants to get his boche and he almost thinks he did the other day but it wasn't verified he followed him down from fifteen hundred to two hundred meters shooting all the time and thinks he must have brought him down did i mention above that i am at present in the status practically of a non-flying member on arriving at the front one is not rushed straight away to the cannon's mouth but rather allowed to get acclimated at first to have a few preliminary voyages to look around etc during my week here there has been little flying and i haven't even seen the front only heard the guns occasionally of my three flights two were just short tours de champs but the other never in my wildest blerio days did i do a wilder one coming from pau where i had tried some stunts i thought i was a bit of an acrobat second only to navarre guinemer and a few others so arriving at a safe height i started to go through the repertoire first came a loop which got around to the vertical point a quarter turn and then slipped ending in a vertical corkscrew or climbing barrel turn or whatever you want to call it then losing momentum and just naturally tumbling i didn't know what was going on only that it wasn't right they told me afterward after that came the renversement and vertical turns etc and not a thing came out lost i got lost thirty times and had to hunt all around to see where i was nothing went right and i kept getting madder and madder and poorer and poorer they were all laughing down below and wondering what was going on up there eventually the party ended one of the old pilots told me that that one flight equaled about thirty hours over the lines and the commander advised against a repetition of the performance and so i went and lay down two hours later i began to feel that perhaps i could stand on my feet again did you ever have mal de mer so now i really ought to begin to learn something having acquired the all-essential first knowledge of ignorance which all good students should have and in the meantime perhaps i shall go and combat the wily hun said wily hun need not worry about my bothering him if he does not keep fooling around under my nose till i am ashamed not to go after him i am not bloodthirsty a bit especially till i learn to fly and the lack of combats isn't going to keep me awake nights for a while yet but the bunkmate seems to have gone to bed and it's almost ten a most unprecedented hour for me to be up so the end approaches kind remembrances as usual use your discretion and don't forget that long tale of washington social tidbits you spoke of gossip if you prefer as ever stuart the next day addenda your letter on just arriving home has been with me some time and truly brought joy to my heart in this desolate land the desolate seems to fit in though not applying to the land in question at all chester snow is aviating under the auspices of the u s government i last heard from him in a postal written on the last stop of the last triangle of his brevet 
so he should be through training before much longer the other chester bassett is still at avord so i cannot deliver your note to him your other question referred to the army i am in and is easily answered by saying that the u s a has as yet done nothing but talk about taking us over us now refers to upward of two hundred americans i think either in french esquadrilles or well advanced in the french schools constantly all summer we have been going to be transferred in two weeks another quiet non-flying slightly rainy day has passed this isn't perhaps the most ideal spot in the world for a winter resort from the point of view of comforts but considering the ease of conscience because one is not in the position to be called imbosque it is really not half bad it's starting to rain again rather harder i wonder if the roof will keep out water yours etc b s w fifteen november tenth nineteen seventeen evening you know november in france i've been here almost two weeks now and am still a la entrainement that is i haven't started in to do any regular work yet only five times have i been able to fly in two weeks but i've got my own machine and mechanic everything is in order and i've been assigned to a patrol the last two mornings when it rained tomorrow again at eight fifty with four others patrol for one hour and fifty minutes at about fifteen thousand feet back and forth over our sector sometimes over our own lines sometimes in bolshe i'm getting very impatient to get started in what few flights i've had i've been working on acrobacy a bit and am gradually learning a few simple things twice i stayed up a little too long and had to lie down a few hours afterward almost seasick i like spa eighty four very much indeed the frenchmen there are much more regular fellows than most of those i've been with in the schools wertheimer a sergeant is a sort of informal and unadmitted chief of the sous officiers it is that he speaks english and has helped us a lot in getting started etc very much of a gentleman he is and understands a bit anglo-saxon customs and eccentricities always gay and an indefatigable worker we have all been arranging the one big room of our barracks dining room reading room and probably eventually american bar the walls are covered with green cloth green paper of two different shades and neither quite the same as the cloth red cloth on top as a sort of frieze and red paper the ceiling is done in white cloth to keep in heat and light in the room a monumental task it has been especially as materials are hard to get and expensive vertum as vertimer is called and de bort have done most of the work de bort is also chef de popote which means housekeeper and a very efficient man for four francs per day we are fed amazingly well especially when one realizes that we are near the front in a country which has had three years of war de bort hasn't the pleasantest manner in the world at times but usually is very agreeable willing to tell me things about flying or the esquadrille always ready to work and a dependable man in the air and verber who rooms with vertum he speaks a little english has a great deal of trouble understanding it but is picking up wears a monocle all the time because he's got a bum eye carries a stick and has an extremely eccentric appearance but withal is very agreeable and a very valuable man he has the habit of taking long trips all alone far into germany just to see what is going on pinot is the name of the little roly-poly chap everyone calls bull bull 
who used to be a mechanic and now is a very good merry pilot he has a great pension toward pennard is violently but not all objectionably non-aristocratic is forever laughing or kidding someone walks on his hands to amuse people and is the delight of all the mecanos de moldre is a very quiet sort of schoolboy type who has been a pilot of biplanes and reconnaissance machines for a long time he came to the escadrille recently with a record of two boches as a pilot of a biplane that is his machine-gun man did the shooting and they both get credit and a few days ago brought down a german in flames his first as pilote de chasse there are two others away on permission whom i don't know yet sixteen somewhere in france november thirteenth nineteen seventeen dear father campbell was in the lafayette escadrille and they are a member of the same group as spa eighty four so i've asked them about him he was on a patrol with another chap they attacked some boches and when it was over the other chap was alone campbell was brought down in german territory and so reported missing i believe that the chap he was with has seen and talked to campbell's father or some close relative since another chap named bulky was brought down in similar circumstances about the first of september ten days ago word was received from the american embassy that he had communicated with them a prisoner in germany there are many similar cases where men brought down with crippled machines or wounded escape destruction by a miracle the only sure thing is when a machine goes down in flames or is seen to lose a wing or two for instance there are two officers in the group who are in the best of health and daily working several months ago they were on patrol together collided in the air one cut the tail rigging completely off the other and they separated one without a tail and the other with various parts in a tail mixed among the cables and struts of one side of his machine they both landed in france one on his wheels followed by a capotage or somersault turnover the other quite completely upside down then a term in the hospital and back they are again kenneth marr an american had the commands of both his tail controls cut in a combat the rudder and elevator leaving him nothing but the aileron the lateral balance control and the motor he landed with only a skinned nose for casualties and got a decoration for it another chap in an attack on captive balloons dracons dove for something like ten thousand feet vertically and with full motor on thereby gaining considerable speed as you can imagine he came right on top of the balloon shot and to keep from hitting it yanked as roughly as he could flattening out his dive in the merest fraction of a second imagine the strain on the machine when he got home all the wires had several inches sag in them the metal connections of the cables and the struts and wood of the wings had bit into the wood enough to give the sag machines are built to stand immense pressure on the underside of the wings in some aerobatic manoeuvres i was trying the other day i made mistakes and caused the machine to stall and then fall in such a way that the full weight was supported by the upper surface by the wires which in most machines are supposed merely to support the weight of the wings when the machine is on the ground yes the spot is a well-built machine the nearest thing to perfection in point of strength speed and climbing power i've seen yet of course it's heavy and that's why they put a hundred and fifty to two hundred and thirty horsepower in them the other school that of a light machine with a light motor depending for its success on lack of weight rather than excess of power may supplant the heavier machine in time i can't tell 
so as any one who knows has said right along there is a long way to go in the development of the j n or even the little triplane before american-built planes get to the front of the bombing game i don't know anything at all yesterday there was a review here in honor of guidnamere and decorations for the pilots of the group who had won them three americans received the croix de guerre members of the lafayette escadrille luftberry the american ace carried the american flag presented to the escadrille by mrs mcadoo and the employees of the treasury department besides the two aviation emblems of france he was called to receive his decoration for having in the course of one day held seven combats descended one german plane in flames and forced five others to land behind their lines which means that he is officially credited with one his thirteenth and that the other five though probably brought down do not count for him because there were not the necessary witnesses required by the french regulation being the bearer of the flag he was a very worried man to know what to do with a flag when he should go up to get his medal till one of the fellows in one twenty four the lafayette came to his rescue for a military review it was decidedly amusing aviators are not very military the chief of one of the esquadrilles was commissioned to command the mechanics who were plain soldiers with rifles and steel helmets for the occasion he is a bit of a clown and amused the entire gathering kidding with the officers the pilots of each of the five esquadrilles were in more or less formation most of them with hands in their pockets for it was chilly and presenting a mixture of uniforms unparalleled in its heterogeneity every branch of the service represented and endless personal ideas in dress because of the occasion repose has been granted to the entire group for the afternoon another group taking over our patrols so that after the review everyone had the afternoon to waste a sunny day which is quite unusual this month within a half hour every machine that was in working order was in the air forming into groups and then off for the lines just looking for trouble a voluntary patrol they call it which opened my eyes a bit to the spirit in the french service after three years of war word from paris that those americans in the french service who have demanded the release to join the u s a have obtained that release which probably means that all we wait for now is the commissions this afternoon i took another trip with one of the old pilots to look over the sector we stayed over france and didn't get into trouble although there were a lot of boches around hope to really get started soon an amusing one this morning two pilots from the group were on patrol and attacked a single german about two kilometers behind the german lines they completely outmaneuvered him he got cold feet and started for the french lines giving himself up the funniest part about it is that the machine gun of one of the attackers was jammed and he couldn't possibly have hurt the boche just had the nerve to stay and throw a bluff they came back to camp just before dark this evening one of them flying the german machine and the other guarding him in a spot the machine is an albatross biplane finished in silver with big black crosses on the wings and tail a really beautiful thing it flew around camp for several minutes before landing it is the second machine that has been scared down since i've been out here seventeen at the front somewhere in france november seventeenth nineteen seventeen at present things are hopelessly slow on account of bad weather so i have had a good deal of time to write and naught to write of i still am waiting for my baptism of active service which is assigned for each day 
and held up on account of fog low clouds or rain in the afternoon it usually lifts a little not enough to fly over the lines but sufficient to permit a little vol de entraînement a practice flight around the field i've been taking every chance to learn to fly practicing reversements vertically banked turns ninety degree nose dives etc two days ago we had a very interesting mimic combat in the air the bosch machine which has been captured and a spot both driven by very clever pilots maneuvered for position during fifteen or twenty minutes at a thousand feet or less back and forth over the field doing almost every possible thing in the air changing direction with incredible rapidity diving climbing wing slipping upside down dives everything under the sun two of them were at it again to-day in two spots just maneuvering what a lot there is to learn when i got through acrobacy at pau i had the impression that that kind of stuff was relatively easy now i know different for the present i am working on the system of try one thing at a time get that fairly well and then commence another and small doses ten or fifteen minutes for an acrobatic flight not more because one can easily get dangerously sick in a very short time not that there is any particular peril in getting ill in the air only it's beastly uncomfortable eighteen at the front somewhere in france november thirtieth nineteen seventeen the rumor at the lafayette esquadrille this evening is that they have been at last transferred of course they had similar rumors many times before for myself i am becoming rather indifferent very well satisfied here except for weather and getting what i came over here for father mentioned something about a monitor's job after i had experience at the front my present inclination is decidedly against the idea there is no job in the world i like less to think of and there are plenty of people who want to get comfortably settled in the rear so let them say i and may they enjoy it it is not a very pleasant job as a retirement after a period of service at the front it is another matter of all people i can think of i have the smallest right to an embusque job at present so here i hope to stay whether i fly with an american or french uniform i don't care very much at the present moment i'd rather get a boche than any commission in the army but one cannot always tell about the future perhaps after a few good scares i'll be ready to jump at a monitor's job nineteen at the front december first nineteen seventeen i tried to give you all some idea of the strength of a spot in a letter a while ago at home people speak of a factor of safety meaning the number of times stronger the machine is than is necessary for plane flying the spot is made so that a man can't bust it no matter what he does in the air dive as far and as fast as he can and stop as brutally as he can it stands the racket of course motors do stop and if it happens over a mountain range well that's just hard luck i've had a few patrols since last i wrote one at a high height four thousand to four thousand five hundred meters considerably above the clouds which almost shut out the ground below wonderfully beautiful sight but beastly cold and a couple when the clouds were low and solid the patrol stays at just the height of the clouds hiding in them and slipping out again to look around if it gets below the enemy anti-aircraft guns pepper it whenever near the lines and at a low altitude that is rather awkward so the patrol shows itself as little as possible it's lots of sport to try to keep up with the patrol 
be behind the chief of patrol see him disappear and then bump into a fog bank a low hanging cloud and not see a darn thing then dive down out of the cloud wondering whether the other guy's right beneath or not shoot out of the cloud and see him maybe five hundred yards away going at right angles then bank up and turn around fast and give her the gear full speed to catch up and so on see a boche regulating artillery fire start to maneuver into range and zip he's out of sight in the clouds and the next you see he is beating at far back of his lines not very dangerous this weather but lots of fun twenty december third nineteen seventeen dear blank thanks for the merry merry wishes for the gay xmas season and i'll try to remember them when the day comes along sundays and holidays are not very much noticed here at the front except that on sunday the mechanics all get full of pinard and song and devilment the pinard meaning cheap red ink used by the french in place of drinking water is of course responsible for the two latter in the villages the entire male populations likewise drinks much wine and everyone man woman child dog and domestic animal parades the streets dressed up all like a picture book applying mostly to women and children occasionally they cross the sidewalk but the middle of the street is the place to walk one sunday i went to church the first time since last easter i think to attend the mass given for the departed brethren of the esquadrille the chapel is in a little town a few miles from our camp along the middle ages or anyway a long time ago there was a beautiful cathedral there now the town is insignificantly small the front of the cathedral is standing almost in its entirety and the walls for a little way back dwindling down into glorious ruins and finally tumbled masses of rock and stray pillars where the back wall once stood there now runs a little brook i almost called it bubbling but it happens to be an unusually dead and not over clean little stream the chapel is a place about as big as a minute snuggling in beside the big front wall of the ancient cathedral the service was meaningless to me what wasn't latin was french i followed the fellow in front of me and didn't miss it once on the getting up and down fortunately militaris don't have to kneel i suppose because they appreciate the fact that most of them wear breeches made by french tailors but they fooled me once what must have been the village bell what a village passed a little button bag affair and baby blue ribbon and gathered up the shekels i dropped mine in and horror here comes the young sister with an identical bag and asked for more and i was unprepared and had to turn her down amidst my blushes i thought she was working on the other side of the house as we used to do at evening service and to this day i don't know why they took up two collections though it has been explained to me three times in french have had some very pleasant trips over the german border present not nineteen fourteen have watched a few archies busting at a safe distance away and seen some specks which were boche planes but i'm not ready to write a book yet yesterday morning we had the first sortie at six forty five daylight a solid bank of clouds over the camp here at two thousand meters the lines are parallel to a river and a few kilometers north the edge of the cloud bank was over the river sharp as if cut by a knife and all germany cloudless we slipped out from under it and back on top just in time to see the sun get over the horizon almost as far away as rims which we just cannot see the river and canal were just silver ribbons on a black cloth stretching for miles due east under us we could make out the ground on one side and the clouds on the other and to the west the cloud bank continued to follow the lines a gloriously beautiful panorama 
the cloud bank stayed nearly the same two hours we were up from a distance above or below a cloud is just a big soft quiet cushion of cotton fluff but near to it it is a seething irregular tossing furious jumble of mist we saw a few boches far from their lines an hour after we were back they said that luftbury had just brought down another machine his fifteenth in flames he was using a new machine and the gun was not properly regulated seven balls were in each blade of his propeller yet it held together and brought him home i was down at the lafayette hangars talking to bill thaw and here comes the mighty man in a hurry from reporting his flight with fire in his eye he got to the old machine and off again for the lines at noon he brought down another which hasn't been officially homologue but is none the less sure for that thaw brought down one this morning they are doing well these men of the american esquadrille still french however though shortly to be transferred we hear may your xmas be a happy one and the new year and those to follow bring you ever better fortune than the last one stuart twenty one jalon sumar december eighth nineteen seventeen dear blank i got the sunday star a few days ago and there was that same picture and blank staring me in the face a very nice write-up i thought what a bunch of bigwigs they did gather together we packed up bag and baggage yesterday and flew off to a new place and here we are waiting for the baggage to catch up i have grave fears that there may be some fighting one of these days and if so i think it will be about time for me to get out of this war cheerio stuart twenty two chalon sumar december eighth nineteen seventeen yesterday we were awakened at six and told that we were going to move out bag and baggage at two so now as new barracks were not ready we came down here last night and have been seeing the sights of the town since it is full of americans ambulances doctors y m c a workers everything but fighting men which i trust will see before long stuart End of section three